or Thursday night, February 22nd, 2007. This is episode 15 of the Anime Roundtable. Good evening from Toronto, I'm Mike Nicholas. Tonight on the show, we'll talk about the move by the Japanese government to add anime and manga to part of its cultural policy and international promotion. Also, Hideki Anno has broken his silence concerning the new EVA movies. And maybe we'll talk about more cancelled conventions. It's all coming up as the roundtable begins next on thecomicden.com. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers, technical hosts, or any other official associations of this program. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. We would also like to add that Neil is not gay. Chili. It's like chili. Chili, chili. It's like a murder mystery where you know who are you? The killer. The ending's always funny. Um, I mean, I mean uh, Happy Neil. By the way, you know we're recording again, right? We started already. <laughs> you, Especially you that comment about the chili. By the way, Happy Neil. Happy. We just mentioned. You I'm, know, I'm thrilled and excited. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else we has been reasserted? Exactly. Is there anything song. else we need to say to prove that you are? I mean, we could <laughs> talk about your porn collection for a couple we seconds. Say, the less likely it is to be true. I could refer people to a certain individual in a certain um, city, which had been threatened by a certain t- uh, cartoon network, um, who's working in a certain hospital. But I'm not going to mention her because she's a bitch. Thank you. <sighs> <laughs> but you just kind of you just got into the details without giving names thanks a lot by the way how you feel by the way um, i feel strangely invigorated <laughs> so we're back after two weeks uh had last week off because um there was reading what we call reading week up here in canada um to all you americans it's essentially like a midwinter break it's our version of spring break i guess except it's, just, it's more reading Less fun. Not even, not, <laughs> not even close Lauderdale, to being, dude. being fun. Um, so we didn't. I so, think the reading part is usually a misnomer. Yeah, no kidding. I, I think I just, I think I just veg. For, when I was in school, I think I've just vegged for the for that entire week. But I have a problem with reading week at York because all of the other schools have reading weeks this week, and that's when all the cool ski deals are. I don't ski. <laughs> I think it's just, you know, sucks. My sister, my sisters do, but it's it's a misnomer. It's irrelevant for one of them since one's done school and the other's in high school still. So what can you do? Uh, so we weren't in last week. We thought, to, and we think we're thinking two weeks was long enough for Neil to recover from uh, what was it he had again? Migraine. How are you feeling? <laughs> okay, better. At least uh, you have your appetite back. I can tell with the spread around you. I'm found out actually about um, this thing on campus too, where they. Uh, We'll pay you a hundred bucks and do a brain scan. Um, <laughs> Neil. So I figure that it'd be good for the study, and also if there's like a golf ball sized tumor in there, they'll probably notice it. <laughs> I, I mean, Neil's the type to Neil. If you don't know him, is the type to do these type of studies regularly, often. <laughs> I mean, he will do. He will. He he will. Um. He will do surveys for various amounts of food and money. They stuck these tungsten things in my leg. There was about an inch into my leg into the muscle tissue and then they uh shocked me didn't they didn't <laughs> they, <stick some? laughs> didn't did they, they stick pay up? you well for that they did pay me well how much um it was something like a hundred bucks again and stick- i just had to go in like every two weeks <laughs> <laughs> didn't they stick something radioactive into you once like polonium 235 <laughs> it was a radioactive capsule it was perfectly moderately safe <laughs> Perfectly moderately safe. That just doesn't pretty sound sure that good. Russian dude in, uh, in London. Pill, uh, the pill looked perfectly normal, but the bottle it came in had this big radiation symbol. <laughs> <on it. laughs> and that didn't give any clue as like, to the... Mm. <laughs> no. It's like, jump go? off this no, cliff. Uh, I, I usually usually the line, um, the line uh, and he lived to tell about it, would apply. It's just that it's happened so many times to Neil. It's just, it's just not astonishing to say anymore. He's immortal. I'm convinced that. of that. Either that or when he dies and we try and cremate him, he would have been filled with so much alcohol, it'll just keep going. So <laughs> The alcohol is pretty much worn out of the system. Now it's just natural preservatives. <laughs> and He'll never ones. decay. Probably that's not. Probably that's it. why you have to cremate so him. So he's uh, pre-embalmed. 
Is that what, is that what we're supposed to say? Not like Keith Richards or anything, but... Or, Close or, enough. I doubt he or, listens to this, so I'm okay. Or, or Anna Nicole <laughs> Smith in a couple days, I think. Oh, that's mean. That's, that's She'll mean. be preserved. Uh, just for reference, let me just quickly state this about uh, both Anna Nicole Smith and Britney Spears. I have never seen so many guys stepping up claiming they're the father. Okay. <laughs> And you usually see people constantly running away, but not you're just not seeing this here. You have half a dozen people claiming to be uh, a- the father of Anna Nicole Smith's baby. I just don't I find to this topic distasteful. Let me know when it's done. Isn't Kurt We're Cobain done. pregnant when he shot himself? <laughs> well, the Thank one you. I'm still wondering about uh, pop wise is the fact James Brown still hasn't been <laughs> married. You're just Ow! like, why? He's the hardest working. Well, he's the hardest undead man in show. They're never really sure when they're just going to throw a cape over him and they'll just jump right back up. <laughs> we don't that, want that. that almost, I think that almost happened at his funeral <laughs> after one act. Probably. Anyway, well, as you can figure, Roundtable has now gathered for your approval and pleasure. I think this. I think. Um, I think. Uh, there's no way this first part would be approved, but we just went with it anyway. So uh, let me just qu- just quickly before we move on. Here's the cast of characters tonight. Fanfic critic and writer Neil Sinclair to my uh, straight ahead of me. English teacher and waiting Courtney St. John to my right. And uh, North American industry observer James Austin to my left. Uh, yeah, parody rule is not in effect yet this week. So uh, apparently um, apparently we tried to get a hold of a bunch of other people, but they were busy doing midterms. And uh, all four of us around the table aren't in school anymore. <laughs> well, that's technically Oh, wait, true. wait. Yeah, well... I'd hardly call Sheridan College a school. <laughs> and I go there too. I go there too right now. Because I go there too for night school. So, hey, Just because a lot of university people go back to college to get actual experience, which companies actually want, doesn't mean anything. And as we all know, you need a job for money and food. If we could harvest the poison in this room. <laughs> we could sell it on eBay. Sell it sell to make ninjas. money. All right. Um, well, this is for, this is Neil's first time on in about let's say a month, I think, and I want to get his take on some stuff we talked about in the last little while. Um, so, what was it? A couple weeks ago, we talked about Anime Channel, the Anime Channel license uh, getting approved. Um, fine and dandy, except for the fact that we're probably gonna have to pay extra for it. Thanks, Rogers, and um, it's going to be dubs. All dubs. You, I'm, you well, I'm guessing. You would have preferred, like, do you, do you realistically think that s- subtitles could have been put on? Even if it was show, um, a anime channel, twelve hour, like a twenty four hour split, where you had twelve hours, twelve and twelve, uh, 12, right? 12 and twelve, yeah, exactly. That would have been that would have worked out, I think. Considering the considering the amount of material that may that will initially come out, maybe it's 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 a thought, I guess. But I'm still we, surprised that uh, Ranma hasn't shown up on YTV. The um the brief nudity scenes I think would have clinched mm. it, but uh, but the thing is I would have thought that in all the other stuff that has broadcast like, chances would have happened Yasha, already. Bleach, blah blah blah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I can't speak to it, but I've never seen it. Oh, I, I, just for fun, and we talked about um like coarse entertainment, and we look and uh, like you know uh, the need for such a network and all that all this stuff. I looked up a uh, coarse's portfolio earlier today just to see what type of media properties they hold. Reboot. No, I mean in terms of. <laughs> Well, actual not, not radio, stations, radio stations, and television, television stations. stations. They have they own a plethora of radio stations, and in Toronto, the one that might be the two Toronto ones that might be, or three Toronto ones that might be of interest. They they um, own Q one hundred and seven, which is a, rock, a, a classic rock station. They own Edge, which is a alternative Crap rock, rock station. They, <laughs> well, alternative rock station. I like them, but and they own and they own AM six forty. And they only um and they own AM six forty, which is the flagship station of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So that's 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 the most notable noteworthy in their radio portfolios. They have W, the women's network. Yes, too, that's because, among the TV. Because I was watching this thing on my TV, um, and it turned out it was a women's network production, which confused me. Yeah, they have they have W. Um, they own W. They own YTV. Obviously, we've made that known. Um, they own what, what other stuff? They own some local TV stations. They also own Discovery Kids. Are they ha- and funny enough, like Discovery, there are like four Discovery channels in in Canada, but they eighty uh, percent of which is owned by Discovery in the states, Discovery Communications in the states. The remaining twenty percent can be own- can be any one of the major media conglomerates. 
Um, 20% of Discovery Kids belongs to Course. 20% of the regular Discovery Channel belongs to CTV. 20% of, I think it's Discovery Adventure or something like that. But um, Alliance Atlantis has 20% in another, in another um, Discovery Channel that's, uh, that's available in Canada. So, you know, um, Discovery Communications is just... Uh, Plain, plain, plain everything, right? It's tied up like macro or Robotech's uh, North American rights. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that that, that is, uh, oh yeah, they also own, they also run Treehouse. That's not a huge surprise. That's what, well, that's why TV. Oh, and uh, probably the most noteworthy thing among anime fans, um, of course, also owns they own Nelvana. Yeah. I didn't know they owned Nelvana. They they own Nelvana. So uh, anyone who was a card capture Sakura fan, I can't forgive Nelvana. I know people will have that feeling. So I talked to a lawyer who worked who worked for Nelvana, and it was on a separate, separately related issue, and she apologized profusely to me about that. <laughs> it's interesting. It's it interesting um, to know that come up I hate because that. one part of course, one part of course, probably set back like. To fans, set back a lot in terms of anime, and then another part could really push it forward. But they did such stupid things. I, I'm not going to argue that. Most of it that. was market related, though. Most by the of way, it was unfortunately due to and and they are behind and, yeah. and I think they and are. They did also, put it on kids WB, so there's another thing right yeah. there. I, there. I have to also mention about that. But was, they brought us there undergrads. Was, there sure. was. Now, now some of it was market-related, yeah, sure. But like making a pair of cousins not cousins and making a pair of not cousins cousins. And, and and then cutting out all the episodes without Lee there, I was broken. I, I should mention. Well, they wanted to target males and make it more action oriented. I, I, I so. want to double check this, but I'm pretty sure they there was they Nelvana was also behind the French version, or the French version of Card Captors of and that was pretty pretty accurate. They did. I, I saw I saw a French dub of it. Well, that's because English years people ago. are ignorant. I mean, don't do ignorance, and they want they want to yeah. they want to hype up the violence and get rid of any you know even vague romantic anything. And they did a pretty good job, might I add. Look at the North American release of Sailor Moon, where you had not just a lesbian relationship, but an incestuous <laughs> one because they changed it. <laughs> I, I love it how it's like they're cousins now, but we're going to leave these certain hints I in there that good. there's a relationship. I like that. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> and now, now I'm like, at a loss. It's it's not okay to love another girl unless you're related. <laughs> That's great. I got the feeling we'll be. Talking. So you feel it's a great message for the kids. That, that, is. That, that's yeah. always the problem if because we, in the art of an anime series, you can always see the subtext, even if they try to cover it up. And so there's always awkward motions and things, you know, the awkward motions. Are you talking about the clampage? The, yeah, the sudden clamping in the middle yeah. of nothing, and they're talking about something else because they've cut cut out the actual. I don't know. Gee, thanks. Yeah, related to that. When, is, when we talk, uh, there is an it's, actual it's physical. Etched, it's etched in my mind, though, the whole um, scene from the Snow White episode where they talk about l large breast size and they change it to talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's so going funny. back to Anna oh. Nicole. Yes, oh. thank you, <laughs> thank you. Oh. <laughs> And now we've tied it all into yeah, a circle. Yes. Oh, when we, we bring up... Um, the circle is complete. Uh, Clarissa is in the room, uh, what, uh, and uh, I will mention one title I wouldn't ever mind talking about at length was Koikaze, for what, now that you brought that up, up that subject, because you know, we, we sometimes talk about the that off The breasts to the cousins. It's, it just gets interesting. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hard to say, really. We'll uh, move on. Um, okay. So I guess we should actually get, get to the regular topic, shouldn't we? As soon as Neil's finished uh, chewing on his cookie, everyone has food, and all I have is a is a bottle of milk. I'm lower than the hat. Oh yeah, that's right. You have nothing. I'm zero. He just I has have a hot DS chocolate. I feel lucky. Yeah, you know. Okay, so let's uh, let's get to the let, let's just uh, get started. Oh, oh oh oh! You want to add something else? My before? t shirt joke. T shirt. Oh jeez. Oh no. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put this, my script down for a second, and you go right ahead. So so this I like to think of this t shirt as an homage to both Final Fantasy and Fei Wong. Do you know why, Mike? We should get a picture of this, so first things first. Um, uh, eyeball and clouds, okay. Do you want and me to say it? Do you want me to give me the punchline? Because you're going to... You're you know, I'm not going to get it, for starters, probably. Eyes on me? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> uh, yeah. Anyone got a camera? We got... We, we, I'll draw a picture of it for you. <laughs> um, we'll take we'll take pictures some other time. 
Uh, we'll save that for the vidcast, uh, for the all-girls show. That's not a vidcast, is it? No, but we'll, we'll but it'll probably be loaded with pictures. Um, we'll talk about the we'll talk about the girl show a bit later I on. I think I'd rather get. Loaded. I think you need my consent for some of this that you're planning. I'm sure that you'll sign a release. I'm sure there will be. I okay, sign anything. Okay, let's get let's get let's get to it. Uh, let's get to the uh, more serious stuff. If we pass around a, an article of interest on February 9th. Uh, this confuses me. We'll talk, we'll talk about it later. Talk about it later. Uh, on February 9th, the Japanese government released what was referred to as a five-year agenda for the promotion of Japanese culture outside of Japan. One significant point was to give anime and manga a bigger role in the effort of increasing cultural exchange and to give more support to institutions that fuel that industry. Uh, this movement was referred to as, quote-unquote, Japan cool. I don't know if that's... That might be lost in translation. It's English. There you go. Well, it could be a play on the thing of cool Britannia when yeah, Britain yeah. did their thing. Okay, let's continue. Uh, this is a significant departure from past promotional campaigns that focused more on the traditional aspects of Japanese culture, but perhaps not a real surprise considering the increasing popularity of Japanese pop culture, with anime and manga being at the forefront. While such calls to the government... Uh, to the government to focus here have been made before the official call will certainly give structure to the whole idea now couple all this with foreign minister Taro Rosenmaiden Aso it, it lends to the idea of the phrase that CPM coined years ago which was world peace through shared popular culture uh, I, I know we're kind of getting in, all, in, in over our heads on talking about uh, anime and manga being a promoter of peace but you know this is still kind of interesting to note so I don't know real, really where to start here or um, well it's really definitely interesting but I think just like any other government policy about you know foreign relations it's a bit late after the parade you know it's anime is already popular worldwide and I don't know if promotion from the Japanese government is going to do a huge amount to increase it like they can try, but I think it's already the ship sailed. You know, all the, all the fans are on there already. I think it's, it's more of a promotion of <coughs> getting people to come to Japan. It's more about bringing those tourist dollars right back to Japan. It's like, okay, you've seen it now. Why don't you come to Japan where it I'm actually not sure is? You start know, a, it? stop like, a negative population also, growth. But the other thing is, once they're there, maybe they'll look at some of the other things like this shrines and many of the other cultural things I really don't think that's it though. It seems sort of like it's a foreign policy move in order to cre increase public relations between countries to increase trade because trade is just as big as tourism in terms of money and they're getting a lot of exports from anime purveyors mm -hmm. but it's 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 also it's 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 a kind of like I remember reading somewhere in one of the articles that Mike sent that not only are they trying to increase people liking anime, but they want people to like anime because then they'll like Japan. And then when they become the leaders of their government, they'll have good foreign relations with Japan. Here, I'll, no, read, the, I'll read the quote, actually. Um, it's in a CNN article, and we'll put it in the, in the uh, show notes uh, and on the website. I'm dubious about trusting CNN. Well, it's yeah. silly. Cultural, it was kind of a he, silly it's an interesting, quote. It's an interesting, uh, but it's still an interesting one. Cultural I, diplomacy... Oh. Sorry, I've got something to say after that okay. about the article, the CNN article. Okay, okay. okay. Go but on. I'll read the end of the CNN article. Uh, cultural diplomacy could be one of the most effective tools of Japanese diplomacy. Um, in a decade or two, younger generations in many countries who love Japanese cartoons will start to fill leadership roles. Japan can benefit from that. Which I thought was an interesting quote. Maybe a true one, too. <laughs> I, I, I'm very... Or you're skeptical about I'm that. I'm very skeptical on that. How so? I feel that people are smarter than that. Like when you're in politics, it's about always getting up on the next guy and stuff like that. And it doesn't really matter what you feel. Like you may have some sort of well, relationship with other people, I don't but know, at the end of the if day... You, if you can instill some sort of positive feeling. like So if the first thing you think when you hear Japan is anime or you think Pocky or you think you know something that made you happy at some point in your life, even that first impression is really important. But first impressions are terribly important for any type of policy. And so, mm -hmm. like, even though you might try to, d to say that it's just about, you know, it's very Machiavellian, so the government's going to be Machiavellian and just do what's best for itself, it's not always the case, because if they could get the same thing from two different countries, what's going to tip Also, the they're looking at many different things. Like, true, there's the first impression, but the other thing is you're looking at from a bigger scope and stuff like that. you got to remember that, too. 
I just think so. it's kind of one of those hokey, strange things that the Japanese government mm. occasionally does. That's that's my take it's on it. Kind this. of one of those miss the point type things. Kind of, well, miss the boat, miss the point, and 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 sort of you know come back come back looking like a really old uncle who doesn't quite get it. <laughs> <laughs> this is really rad, Billy. Nice to see them. Go back home a couple of years later, see that uh, see that old Uncle Daryl still lives in the basement, right? <laughs> Well, like, some of this stuff will work, and it might benefit. Like, if they start offering incentives for anime fans to go to Japan, I'll I'll be all for that. (laughs) But, you know, like, I really don't see how it's going to impact... Like, they want more otaku in Japan. You know, (laughs) they'll start... They'll start... They'll start Akihabara tours. Just remember... Those have been promoted and advertised already. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let me... Let me reverse this. Remember, um... Remember we talked... We joked around about, uh... uh, The former PM, uh... Shinichiro Koizumi. Koizumi. Yes, the Elvis fan, because um, on his la- one of his last day trips was to the U.S. and for uh, as thank yous for um, all that all that Japan had done in the quote unquote war on terrorism, Bush treated him to a day at Graceland. He was a big Elvis. He's a big Elvis fan. So there's that you know impre- first impression type thing. You can see that's like pop like cultural as diplomacy. It it works, but it's kind of being attacked in a very haphazard way here and and very strange. Just it's just very very Japanese. This idea. You know, it's, it's oh, kind of structuring like, every of structuring stuff, it's, of structuring it's, it's just about like anything, right? Very overt cultural imperialism attempt. Mm. Number one, I love colonialism, but Yay. I think yeah, they were talking about that about it being used as propaganda and so on and so forth. I think in that article, as then well. I want to jump on this. He's waiting to pounce. He's waiting I'm to pounce. Go ahead. Here comes the pounce. Here comes the pounce. First of all, in the 1980s, America, and not specifically North America, but I mean the United States of, was extremely paranoid about Japanese and Japanese trade, which was why they had the Japanese uh, foreign trade embargo on the docks. You had movies like uh, Black Rain and Rising Sun with the ooh, evil Japanese, and Annalee Newitz's Magical Girls and Radioactive Sperm article. Wait, didn't they have that uh, Michael Keaton movie, that comedy some years ago? I forgot what it was called. Gung Ho. That was different, and that came out that came out five, year, five years before they realized, oh no, the Japanese are outselling us. And then the Japanese became evil, and then uh, the Japanese are now not so evil. But it seems almost like the same seeds are being planted by this CNN article where they talk about the Japanese propagandists in World I War II. I thought it was disgusting. Because they don't kind of mention that Dr. Seuss was writing anti-Japanese and anti-Nazi propaganda. Like, it, they'll, they'll only bring it up at very strange intervals. Like, I didn't see how it had any relation to this article. Every single country during World War II that was involved, directly or indirectly, had propaganda. Yes, in yes exactly. I, actually, you saw, you actually, uh, it's like... I remember hearing about it, leaflets being thrown during the Iraq, during, I think, the first Iraq war. Yeah. How to surrender, and they had, like, oh. stick figures and cartoons. And now, they've gotten the Japanese like, to design they, those. They, that would have been cool, because then they, the, the, you know, the Iraqis would have been impressed. Like, Whoa. Was it, was it that article? I can't remember which article, but it was so silly. They talk about the fact that they used Captain Subasa in Iraq and stuff like that on their vehicles, and that supposedly, through that, they weren't being attacked, and blah, 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 and I just found it. Well, a that, load you know, of ball. It was just what? crazy. That that is entirely possibly true. I think though, they just probably sent them maybe in less severe places. In World War Two, the Japanese would yell at American soldiers, "Mickey Mouse sucks," <laughs> um, and things <laughs> like that. that. Well, that so language, those exact yeah, words um, in that language, pretty much, yeah. Um, and and Babe Ruth sucks. And <laughs> Babe Ruth can, can and you, Mickey can Mouse. Can you do your impersonation of a impersonation of a Japanese, Japanese person, soldier saying, saying Babe Ruth? <laughs> Hey, no, I can't. Ruth did it. No, I can't. Russo? I, I don't know. Russo, yeah. I'm not going to attempt it. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, that was common. I mean, people have always set up certain icons for their nation. I just thought that it was, it, was, it was kind of very paranoid of CNN to say, you know, oh, yeah. before World War II, they used cartoons as imperialism. They're going to do it again. Yes. It, mm. it, was, it was just like that the, was stupid, stu- yeah. the oh, stupidest yeah. line in the whole article. It oh. just made me want to throw it off. You know, I thought it devalued any other point the article was trying yeah, well, to make. I, I, well, lost the one I mean, I, I, I noted that last line, but... Jeez. Remember I was talking to you, Mike, and I found it really silly. You know Bush's war on terror and whatever you want to call it and how he wanted allies to join. He wanted Japan to join. But of and course, winning, it's self-defense force. Remember that. And that the Americans put it in after the Pacific War and all the stuff, right? Well, and he wanted them basically to yes. go to Iraq yes. and stuff yeah. like that. It would be contrary and to the agreement of to the. It would be contrary and to I'm the thinking to myself, terms of surrender. But I'm but thinking they, to myself, which, which he was MacArthur stupid enough forced them to, to the charter into yes. Mm-hmm. So basically, the, the Japanese are not going to join the Americans because MacArthur won't let them. <laughs> but it's, it's and his 
Right. In one swipe, we undo it. In one swipe, in one swipe, we undo it. And 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 they've gone in like a couple generations, you know, with that forward with that. And now, you know, suddenly they want to. They're asking Japan to start going like the other way. I like expeditionary forces. I like the well, term. So see the, I don't think they're See, force. the thing is, with in terms of the self defense force and everything else, it seems to me that huge swaths of Japanese popular culture and mainstream mainstream understanding of the world is completely and utterly, totally shaped by World War II and its repercussions. Yes. And so this mm-hmm. is part of that. And so, like, you don't have, you can't divorce any part of Japanese pop culture from World War Two and from Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Like there's no there's no divorcing the two. And so anytime that there's any move with the self defense force, the population is going to notice it. And we're gonna notice it too. Not just yeah. the popu- mm-hmm. not just the ja- yeah. Japanese population, Everyone. but Asia too. Just Asia mm-hmm. as a whole, because well, those feelings yeah. still linger. They, they, and they should. They really should. It was it was it was, you know, a huge impact on like it it's changed it, everything afterwards. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it's like Germany now, where you have an extremely large group of apologists for World War II, even if their parents weren't even involved. And then you also have a resurgent um, Nazism because people are tired of being kicked. You know, if you 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 push someone far enough, and they're going to say, "No, that's it. I wasn't responsible for that." But if you want me to be responsible, fine. And that's one of the reasons why the Nazi movement is growing in Germany again, again. Yeah. Well. You Let's just say the extreme rightists in can Europe. Can we go down that road all. again in Japan? I don't think so because everyone's so paranoid about Japan. They're they're Still. dying the for a chance is, to is, jump on Japan. The thing is, it's, it's Ask not North Korea. It, what, <laughs> but but the but the noteworthy threat in Asia is not Japan anymore, and it hadn't been for decades. Still, like there's but, other. But see, the thing is, the reason that that Japan is considered a threat has really nothing to do with their military prowess or even it's their, their desire. It's their past. It's their not economic. not even their past. It has to do with the economic. fact that they are economically great. They've got a lot of really That's good cultural exports, which will have okay, to lots of good cultural exports. Right now, the economic part, because I'm not you so don't sure you about. don't have overt military power for you don't need it for colonialism anymore. Look at the United States. They are exporting their colonialism through Coca-Cola, through McDonald's, mm-hmm. through their export products. And Japan, right now, with, with anime, is trying to do the same thing. That's what the fear is. The fear is that Japan, as a social and, and um, pop-cultural commodity, is going to become more powerful. And again, the marketing savvy for that and industrialization for that came from Galbraith because no one would listen to his ideas on mechanization in the U.S. They said, you're a crackpot. Why would robots work in a factory? And he he basically went during the reconstruction, um, used his business ideas and practices. So what the um, Japanese or the original traditional post-war Japanese business practices are based on are revisionist American business practices that no one would listen to at the time. And this is very much a keynote of Japanese history. Take something from the West that people are ignoring or don't want to use, find out what the actual use for it is, use it to your advantage, and make it so fantastic that everyone's going to envy you. Except in our case where we steal gunpowder. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was China. I wonder, if it'll work. I wonder how successful it'll be, because essentially they're trying to start, like if they're doing this in the U, trying to do it in the U.S., they're coming up against the masters. They're not really the masters. No. They're just big and loud and stomp a lot. Yeah, it's the same problem that occurred post-war. Japan needs oil. We, <laughs> you know, it's got to be... It's, I mean, true, J- Japan is an extremely industrialized nation. Um, mm-hmm. They need oil. But they have China oil. is an extremely industrializing nature. They need oil even more. So who wins? We'll find out in the next 10 years. You think you'll be around for that? Of course I'll be around. I wonder there. if I'll be around. He might be that. having a migraine, but he'll be around. Like, oh, you'll okay come out for 10 years. Or the bunker. <laughs> He's going to have a migraine for a decade. I thought, we, I thought. let me just quickly throw these last two little nuggets. The uh, Israeli girl that hurries. The, the Israeli, mind the, fucking. The, the, this is the, the, the uh, girl in Gaza, the Arab girl in Gaza, after um, after an attack that killed uh, a Hamas, I think an apparent Hamas attack that killed uh, three three boys, held up a sign with, uh, with Harui, with a picture of Harui, Harui Suzumiya on it saying, please don't kill the children. Maybe she's saying Hiroi will punish you for you. She's God. <laughs> <laughs> Would that go against some of their beliefs? There is no God but God. Oops. Uh. <laughs> yep, you just what? There's only one God but Allah, right? Um, wow, we just tore up uh, religion in the wrong way there. In the yeah. Middle East, it suddenly turns the other one was, towards the other, us. And, and then on the other end of the... Uh, and then on the other side of, this, of, the, uh, conf- of the Middle East conflict... Um, 
let's bring up Taro Aso again. Um, he was in when he met with uh, Israel's foreign minister, and they kind of broke the ice by mentioning the Israeli foreign minister kind of broke the ice by mentioning that her daughter was a manga fan and read quite a bit. And they they said that got a chuckle out of the uh, out of the audience. Uh, out of the reporters there yeah my children love manga of japan it is seriously popular in the state of israel and the remark drew uh, a lot of laughter during the meeting but it was rather tense from what i told so i, I thought we'd throw out those last two nuggets uh, any quick reaction or i don't know what to make i'm of thinking that. of the, the 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 no i'm not gonna World go peace that. Share popular i was culture. no i was gonna, <laughs> gonna i was gonna start let's just going say it's a good icebreaker um Islamic tradition, the portrayal of Muhammad in the mass media, and um, Israel's rebuttal to that by making their own anti-Semitic cartoons, but I'm not going to go near that. Oh dear. Yeah, good idea, actually. <laughs> although I'll say this much, although I'll, I'll end off with, the, with the, uh, commenting on these two nuggets by saying one thing. Boy, uh, the boy, there are a few things that, uh, that Jews and Arabs can agree on. That and... Uh, hey, love cartoons! That, yeah, that and um, how they stand on uh, gay marriage, I think. Just a thought. Well, you know, just if everyone watched enough anime, they wouldn't have time to do anything else because they'd be downloading all the time. (laughs) (laughs) The problem with the Middle East would be bandwidth. (laughs) (laughs) Rogers is moving ahead. Anyway, Mm. we'll take the break. Back with more in a couple minutes. We'll talk about, we'll talk, uh, up next we'll talk a little bit about the latest uh, concerning the new Eva movies as uh, Hideki Anno has spoken for the first time and you'll probably want to hear quite a bit of what he said and what we're going to say about it that's coming up next you're listening to the anime roundtable on thecomicden.com just so you know angela jordan is back from her trip from japan and she's actually in the room watching the show Uh, during the break she passed around well gave me something from her trip a really nice little um slip cover i guess is that what you want to call it folder folder what do you want to call this a slip cover folder it's a folder okay yeah a nice little uh, slip folder uh, a promotional piece from hitachi which featured a picture of misaki ito in a flower uh i'm keeping this (laughs) I'm keeping this. There's no no way you've got this one off of me. So this it, it, one, but it's nice. So thanks. Uh, thank you. Um, what's what we were talking about during the break? Oh, not much. Neil has irrepressible laughter on this mm. issue. I was just thinking things about blooming and deflowering. And <laughs> I knew you were. I did know well, you were. I guess we should put the picture on the website so people know what we were referring to here. I'm going to hell. Well, that, that, that was there a, that was established long ago, I think, for Neil. Have a ni- uh, Satan will have a nice. Maybe if he's lucky, he'll you. be reincarnated. This is the whole point of me never dying. But you see, I figure with me bearing with him, it means I will certainly go to heaven. Because <laughs> there's only room for one, right? <laughs> to go. You figure once you go to the gates, they'll just say, "You go, you don't." They're gonna ask if you know me. Not <laughs> if I know you. Yes, but that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they need and to know. All I'll have to say is, unfortunately, <laughs> no, they'll just shake their head and you're gonna be gone <laughs> to heaven. Anyway, I, I'll and need some you reprieve keep from telling you. yourself. <laughs> okay, just quick some quick programming notes. Angela will be back next week. Uh, will be uh, joining us around the table next week, and we'll certainly t- ask her a lot about her trip to Japan. Oh, oh, oh! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna ask it now? Um, Girls' Day. Okay, here we go. The all girls show. And thank you. No, no, I wasn't gonna. No, 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 no. Girls' Day. Oh, you mean in Japan? Yeah, yes. When is it? I don't know. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> but um, now the 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 dolls from Rosen Maiden are like you know the speak the spokespeople from that. Speaking of anime as media and um, government policy. How are we tying this in? He was just excited. Uh, no, 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 no. Because Rosen Maiden always gets him Rosen, excited. But okay, we were talking about Rosen Maiden. We were so, sorry. We were talking about government policy, right? Yeah, I know. I know that part. Okay, we, we the dolls in Rosen Maiden are now official spokespeople. Put that in quotes. We should not for girls' okay, days. Now, yes. now, now that yeah, now that you mentioned it, day. I'm not surprised considering who's the fan, who are fans see? within that government. See, so yeah, um, um, see that ties in. Okay. That relates. Yeah, just, yeah, no, yeah. certainly does. Oh, one topic. Oh yeah, one other thing, and then we'll quickly. I guess we will regard this as a programming note. Um, we did mention that there's an all girls episode coming up. Women, all women episode, ladies' yep. choice. 
That's that. What, what are we going to call it? What do you want to call it? You'll be hosting it, I think, right? I'm not going to give you the title yet. Oh, gee, thanks. Ladies' okay. Choice sounds very like Sadie ladies, Hawkins-y. Ladies' Choice sounds like it's from the 1950s, though, so <laughs> cease and desist. Okay, that's fine. C&D it is. C&D it's Sadie it is. Hawkins Day. <laughs> Okay, just uh, have this have, have this circled hop. on your calendars if you're <laughs> if you're looking hop. forward to it. Um, the episode will be taped on the day after White Day. I think it, that's a Thursday, yep. March fifteenth, and it'll probably be on the Comic Den servers the next uh, within twenty four hours of the taping. So. There will be no pillows and pajamas. No, none. No, because I'd watch that. I know you would, but there that's will be none. Why, that's why that's why there will be none. Uh, the guy, uh, the guy, some guys will probably don't have girls to be like you know do each other's nails, talk about boys, and then have a pillow fight. Thank you. <laughs> well, typically, but but not when we're being broadcast. Mm, okay. okay. Well, we should get, we should get going then. Uh, move on. We're wasting time. Podcast now continues. <laughs> that's a concern. <laughs> yeah, lots of oh yeah. Why do I even try? Why do I even try? Okay, podcast now continues. Finally, mercifully, uh, really, for, yeah. <laughs> Podcast now continues uh, for thir- for Thursday night, February twenty second. Nice and warm out there now. So, uh, Mike Nicholas, Neil Sinclair, Courtney St. John, and James Austin back with you from Toronto online via thecomicden.com and in front of a live studio audience in lieu of anything better to do. I'm just gonna wait for the others to finish playing uh, Jan Ken Pong. Who won? <laughs> Me. Okay. I did. It was two out of three, and she got paper, and I got scissors. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Moving on, then. Uh, so, a couple of developments concerning the new EVA movies. First, it was announced that the first movie will premiere in Japanese theaters on September 1st, uh, later this year. BitTorrented the next week. Probably. <laughs> uh, second was, I think, a little bit more intriguing, as Hideki Anno made a statement concerning the movies. We'll place a link to the translation or to a translation of the statements in the notes, but I think a lot was lost in the translation. Just so you know, um, this is interesting. You should read the translation, Mike. Yeah, no, it's really, I, I tried, really but long. It, it's, it's really long and bad, and some not questionable grammar at best. Anyway, uh, it was babblefished. No kidding. I guess this is, uh, but we, but we have to regard the statement, and it's interesting because of Anno himself. Uh, Anno had yet to say anything in relation to the new movies. Uh, so this was his first public statement concerning them. Uh, when Anno is known to talk at length about Eva, he's known to become very philosophical and reflective, and that was the case in this statement. It's been documented that Anno put a lot of himself personally into this work, and this is, and it's this tone that came out in the statement. But Neil, you want to talk about this, and you know quite a bit uh, about no, Anno's mentality. I mean, I don't want to criticize the man. I'm saying just he's slightly unbalanced and manic depressive. I, um, wasn't he on the verge of suicide when yes. he... When he uh, um, I, th- I think that my theory, and who knows if it's wrong or not, and I don't particularly... No, I would like to... I do care, because I would like to find out. Um, I, my theory about Eva is it was an um, effort in catharsis with him, um, especially with the writing and the scripting in, in his own particular depression, and he basically lived through, or lived his depression through the characters, and was um, finally sort of allowed to arrive at a moment where he mm-hmm. could accept himself. Back, back up, like uh, in catharsis. I, I'm just not too suffering. With the suffering. suffering. Fancy rich vocabulary. He put himself on a cross. Oh well. <laughs> well, in this, actually, in the case of Eva, that's too literal. That, that, that's um. literal. It happened. <laughs> Well, were you asking for like a definition of catharsis? No, well, he gave. I think he gave me a good one. I want to so hear. I take it. Well, let's, no. get, let's get the actual. I well, have general, the definition of catharsis is the expulsion of emotions that are pent up within a person through drama. Okay, he put himself up on the cross. Yeah, <laughs> um, breakdown sometimes too. <laughs> um, I find yeah, and I, and I think that the message in Eva um, was the one that he came up with after whatever social searching that he went through. That it's okay to like yourself or at least accept yourself no matter how you feel about yourself at first okay that's the entire movie right there or and all 25 episodes all 25 26 episodes 25 26 episodes I break it down into that one sentence yeah and four more to come right I don't know about these next ones because um I'm I'm assuming he's worked through some issues I haven't seen uh, Love and Pop yet Uh, I did download it so that's like tomorrow or Sunday, but to be um, burned. 
<laughs> to be I gotta burn it first. Yeah. So um, I have I have to see that, but he definitely puts a lot of himself into his creative efforts. And he's put a lot of pressure on himself with the message he had put in all the movie theaters yeah. as well. I don't know. Well, it's an unusual it's, move. It's weird too because yeah. it, at it, least from our standards. Well, his first move. description of Eva was he was going to replicate Gunbuster, and it was about cute girls and giant robots. That's what Eva was about. Ten years ago? Ten years ago, Eva was about cute girls and giant robots, and then it hit the TV. Um, so, who knows what is actually going to come out as an end product of this. Maybe because of the deeply philosophical ramblings, it will be cute girls and giant robots. Finally. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, he crux- seems to I mean, be I, I rebelling to read against that state in end. It was very strange. Oh, no, like yeah. I was trying to make sense of, like, okay, I probably shouldn't have, but I did try to make sense of what he's saying here. And he seems to have become a fanboy of Ava and recognized it as the pinnacle, as many fanboys do. And then he says that you know he's going to you know sledgehammer everything else with this new creation. Which sounds dubious. He seems like he um, wants. He says he wants to move anime forward, and this is what's going to do it. I honestly think Eva took a lot of the old anime traditions and turned them on their head, or at least re-envisioned them, uh, and threw in some new stuff as well. And I think everything—not oh, everything in the last ten years, but certainly a, a large number of things in the last ten years—and a lot of people's ideas about anime have been influenced by Eva, even when they haven't watched Eva. Courtney. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't know whether you can get another kick through that. Like, I mean, I don't know if you can either. And I do, I do recognize the impact that it's had. Like, you don't have to worry about that particular. It was like, well, I mean, it's like it's like Cardcaptor Sakura's reenvisioning of Magical Girls. I mean, it took a lot of traditions and things from the Magical Girl genre. And change them too. So in many ways, that's what you say about Eva but, in terms of giant robot. But then Nano, but then Nanoha, I think actually took even the ideas from Cardcaptor and kicked it up a notch. I have to see that. Mm-hmm. I, I admit I have it's to cute. see that. I have both. I have both series burned, but uh, I have them. They're they're waiting to to be watched. Um, I, I like the I like the reenvisioning in it, and um, well, I don't you, know. You like the reenvisioning there, but you hate it in Tsubasa. So yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, that's because they just took a whole smorgasbord of characters that, and threw them together in a mix. Clamp being whores. It's clamp frottage. That's, that's what people have been making that comment about clamp for the last number of years. That uh, they've they've kind of sold out to in many ways. Well, it's not selling out. It's just they do dojins of their own work continually forever, and that's yeah. that's who they are, right? They, they clamp writes clamp fan fiction. Well, there's certain mangakas <laughs> that do that. They just do doujins for their own work. Kanichi Sonata but did no, no, an no, Emma doujin. But no, 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 their own work is a doujin. Like, there's, there's no separation from doujin when it's clamped. Crisis. I know. Hmm? You want to say something, James? You want to Actually, add I was gonna, uh, two I was, to this? I was going to talk to you because remember uh, we were talking about it's like this is just going to turn into Star Wars almost. You know how we were saying all the marketing and all the product that's out there mm-hmm. in Japan for Ava and stuff Gundam. like that. Gundam. <laughs> Gundam. Gundam. Yes, Gundam, yeah. Gundam, of course. Gundam is the is the version but, of it here, but Eva yeah. wants to be it. You I know? think Eva <laughs> is it in North America. In terms of what? In, in in terms of marketing. I mean, look at the number of Gundams sold. In, or Gundam models sold. We don't have actual Gundams. That'd be... But, um, I'd like one. <laughs> 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 Sweet. But, I mean, Gundam also rode, um, to some degree, Star Wars. I mean, look at the Beam Sabers. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I... I Think Gundam? They don't really. If you know, if you can compare the popularity of Gundam and Eva, well, there's still something there because if they're releasing like drinks and stuff like that with Ava merchandise all over and stuff like that. So it still has. Some I would have wanted. You wouldn't release movies if you didn't think. I would say that just about every single North American fan recognizes both Gundam and Ava. But if you ask them which was the art, oh yeah, they mm-hmm. would say Ava. Ava is the pinnacle of much of what we perceive as North American anime appreciation. I wouldn't call it pinnacle, but yeah. I wouldn't say it's a pinnacle either. I haven't watched it. (laughs) I voluntarily refuse. I know you have. Voluntarily. I willfully (laughs) avoid. One day you'll watch it and then you'll realize and you'll just be like, man. No, see, (laughs) I I, I classified its genre and then decided it wasn't for me. But then a lot of people would argue that Rosephiron does what Eva does, but outdoes it. 
So who knows? I disagree with that. But yeah. And you don't see, and you don't see, but then of course you don't see, you know, Zephyron, um, bath pails, beer, condoms, posters, soap bathtubs, vibrators, soap bathtubs, vibrators. Nerve oh, goes on everything. <laughs> we go on the vibrator, including thing, the, the nerd historic. one you guys made. Oh yeah, we made yeah, the nerd one. Yeah. What? What is that? What is that? They one? made a nerve logo. It was half of Shibuya. Oh, yeah, I remember that. that yeah, that's I your own. That's your this, own. This was not our own creation. Um, creation? This was remember? an artist in um, the Usenet Sailor Moon binary group, um, who is currently unknown um, to me. I remember. I remember. Yeah. The, I remember. There was also a take on the quote. Do you remember it? I think um, God is in his TVUs is in heaven and all's right with the world, or TVUs is dead and all's right with the world, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of wrong already. I'd have to be wearing it to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when we do, if we ever do anime North, probably will. You don't want to. So. No, we, we have uh, we have the Totoro shirts now. Oh yeah, dear. We have the Totoro shirts and the South Park shirts and. Yeah, we Actually, I want my I want a now. South Park caricature of myself and somewhere I'd, along. You'd have line. to ask Lisa for that. Um, and I've got a Cthulhu coffee T-shirt in the mail. You also have the. I uh, saw a plushy Cthulhu on a cat on on stuff on mycats.com. But he, he has that's nothing new because he has the plushie anyway. So a black. But on a cat? Was it riding the cat? <laughs> it was just kind of sitting there like this <laughs> on the cat. Uh, by this I mean like kind of canted to the left. That's too funny. Just so that they can yeah. visualize properly. Oh dear, Cthulhu is your friend. So what? It, okay, so anything else we have to say about the what statement? About deep like, ones? like we talked a bit about it. I mean, details. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm saying he's either bit off a huge philosophical bite and he's going to fail horribly, <laughs> or he's going to knock us all on our too. asses. Um, you, you, it would I don't, be more fun if it was the second. Um, and happens. even if he does knock us all on our asses, then people half of half of the audience are still going to go. That sucked. Because um, they anyway, won't get it. Because either they won't get it, or they won't like it because it's popular, or they'll just refuse it on on impulse, like me. Yeah, yeah like you, exactly. Okay, um, well, will you watch this? Yeah. Okay. This is not. It's four. It's four movies. Well, I'll watch one of them, maybe. You yeah, probably don't have really separated from the series and the movies, I mean, according can, to can, him. You can so. get into it probably without ever, ever having seen the series, because I think. Well, I know all kinds of stuff series. that goes on in Ava just by accident. I can music. Yeah, yeah the, well. most of the time, <laughs> the things that do happen accidentally. Anyway, with that, um, I, I guess we still got a couple got minutes. We still got a couple minutes, I guess, uh, before uh, before we take the break. I want to hear about this cure. Are we going to talk about this cure? Yes, uh, anime tour for the cure. I'm, this has been like going on. You, I don't because I yeah. Tell me okay, more about it. Okay, here we go. Um, boy, anime tour for the cure was a charity convention, and the way uh, that ha- would have happened in Las Vegas, like around January tenth. Oh, like as in a cure for a disease. Yeah. It was it was supposed oh. to be a charity thing for um okay. th- and that disease was breast cancer. Let me well, look, first of all I thought I'll it was start, the cure. Yeah. I mm. will start I, I'm gonna start the quick explanation of this by saying <laughs> that's amazing. It would have been amazing. I, I'm gonna start the quick explanation of this and I'm gonna have a couple minutes. Uh, of this convention by saying that it that the with the way this convention happened, it will make Khan Nobaka look like a great show. And that's saying a lot, I think, considering there are many uh, lingering memories of it here in, of Kanobaka here in Toronto. Oh, it'll make here's was the first traffic it'll, accident that happened last year. Yeah, this was more than traffic accident. This was the phrase I wanted to use. Now I remember. Now I remembered the phrase. This 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 disastrous charity convention will make Kanobaka look intelligent. That's the line I wanted to use. What happened was in. It was supposed to have happened on January 10th, um, pro, uh, a charity convention in Las Vegas, and proceeds from the event would have um, would have benefited the Susan B. Corman Foundation, which is a breast cancer f- charity. Um, layman, uh, bottom line is that it was supposed to be have run, been, been run by a company called, or a group called Anime Film Foundation, or AFF for short, and its parent company, Duplicate Mass Industries. What a great title! Yeah, it gets, <laughs> I, it gets I, I more very dubious. Yeah, yeah I would it, not it's already pretty like dubious. It's a, it gets more. It gets more and more. The plot gets interesting because they got a bunch like the fan community, uh, a significant portion of the fan community involved, who donated time, money, um, were able to get voice actors to come and 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 you know give money for that. Bottom line is that on the first day of the show, which was supposed to have been on the Saturday. The um, organizer, the guy, the head of the representative of AF of AFF, suddenly disappeared with the money. 
Oh. And the show oh. got canceled. It was in Las Vegas. I would have been suspicious from that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the thing was, everybody, like, everybody who had gone there, like, one of the, like, um, we hear the story of one guy who, of uh, um, the head of a uh, website called theotaku.com, which I don't know if many of you here uh, around this table would know. I'm pretty sure it's well known to the fan community. I only found out about it recently, too. Um, he, he told his side of the story how he ran an art contest and was promised uh, from it, from this uh, or from the organizers like six Wii's and two PS3s as prizes, and they got a whole load of entries. And they apparently used one of them as the logo for the convention, probably without the permission of the uh, artist. And you know, obviously, they're not going to get their prizes. Um, on top of that, uh, on top of that, obviously, the Susan B. Corman Foundation has has received nothing concerning that. Um, they tried to really do release the story on the uh, as much of the story uh, as po- uh, as possible, and they and on the internet on uh, and it's covered through the otaku.com. And um, one of the representatives, one of the representatives from AFF or um, I think or DMI as uh, DMI uh, called him, sent threatening uh, sent a threatening voicemail to him later saying you we're gonna so sue you. So the next day. The otaku.com then posted information on the fact that the guy who threatened him is now wanted, is currently wanted <laughs> by the FBI for internet fraud. I'm not, I'm not kidding on this, and, and this is tough to really make up, but when you he- read the story, uh, and it's all one side, it's all one side, I'm afraid. Because the, the other side is evil and won't give it, say anything. The other, no, it's on the run. It's on the run, frankly on the run. And, <laughs> and, they're, and, they're, and they're facing lawsuits, and, this, and the, the AFF and DMI, they're, they're facing lawsuits from um, various fan sites, who, who are apparently, and, and, yeah. but, and dealers who invested a lot of money to go and there. And this is why you should never go to a convention unless it's successfully run for a few years already. <laughs> Uh, on top of that, <laughs> there's there's a long lesson to be said. I mean, um, I mean, the otaku.com, which you re- uh, which placed a lot of resources in that, uh, claim uh, you know they 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 said they'll be weary of these type of small startups like this in the future. And and what makes it worse was that MTV was there too, so some of this was documented as well. Apparently, they followed a cosplayer who went to the convention. So I guess I'm not starting up a lolicon anytime soon. As long as you run it right. <laughs> But that's the whole. St- that, but that's the well, whole. It's, bit. it's very important because convention and con, like confidence man, are very, very similar sounding words. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and this put okay. the and here and it's this story that put the con back into convention, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is a sad story. So uh, um, it's uh, it's everywhere. Expect to hear uh, a little bit more about it uh, in the next couple. Hopefully, a, a little bit more in the next couple weeks. But if you want to read up at least on the on one side of this story, www.theotaku.com has their side and they have a lot and i mean a lot to say just start reading all the posts from valentine's day appropriate time to start and trust me it's a very very interesting read so um i mean we're the, we're probably one of the last major podcasts to regard it um the nice part is apparently there have been lots of donations uh, who that which have come in some places some other um some people have donated money towards the actual prizes for the artists that's cool um anime vegas which is another anime convention in Vegas as well. Um, and by the way, it's nice to be suspended. <laughs> nice to be stranded in Vegas sometimes, I think. But Anime Vegas um, was screwed just as much, I'm told. But they've donated a, a, wee, a couple Wii's as, as, as prizes, too. What happens too. in Vegas spreads and ripples around the country. <laughs> and um, I'm told that one... one li- We're back to, to um, one goes for tourism. One listener, I'm told, I am told, uh, was willing to donate his entire Japanese vacation fund. For the because of what oh. happened, he felt bad. Um, to which the otaku.com in a classy move said, uh, "We can't take it because it's every uh, most anime fans dream to visit Japan, and we don't want to take that away from him." Although uh, you know, just buy one of our C- one of these CDs that we have on on our website, and that'll be just enough. I think that all conventions. This is sort of related because of the cure thing. Should actually or pick a charity every year and do a different charity every year um, and donate at least 10% of their proceeds along with any sort of free donations. I think that would go amazingly. Yeah. I, know, I, know anime, I know Anime North does sick anime kids. North, they always have yeah. sick kids. They always do yeah. sick kids. They always do sick kids. See an anime had for a time with sick kids as well. And we, we criticize seeing an anime a lot, uh, in, especially in the city. 
No yes. kidding. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, at least they put on a show. Yeah. May not be the best show, but, you know, people come, they pay, they'll see something. I'm not sure they'll... It'll well, be I don't know if, to their liking, if I criticize it based on what it is. Because if you recognize what it is and you go there for what it is, it can be fantastic. It's got a lot of different things. They get mm-hmm. a lot of really good guests. Oh, they do. But in terms of, you know, goofy fun with your friends, Anime North is much more relaxed. But still, they're both conventions and they happen. Yeah. Which is they're more than we can say for this. They're legitimate been going conventions. going on for a long so. time now. I mean, even, even co- uh, like, it's one like thing. More people it's one thing. <laughs> like, in the case of Kano Baka, it's one thing to see a show crumble because of bad organization, sheer incompetence. It's another thing when somebody just runs off yeah. an Emily Flower truck, you know, well, with, with the money. Kano Baka, I think, we, I think we all saw it coming, too, though. That was the problem. I mean, we. It wasn't intent, though. No, it wasn't intent, yeah. but it was what, how many weeks after... Um, North. North? Or, or CN? Uh, CN. Yeah, how many weeks mm-hmm. after CN it was, was maybe it? maybe a couple months, but... Yeah, yeah, which is not enough time. I think I think it was woefully unprepared from the whole fan demographic perspective. But that said, it mm-hmm. was... Like, we have one in the spring, and we have one in, in late summer. They If they're going to set up another one, it has to be... The dead of winter. Dead of winter. <laughs> <laughs> and preferably somewhere near reading week, yeah. if you, if you want to get anyone to go to it. Like, uh, you just have to, like, think about these things. Yeah. Well, the city has how many comic conventions? A few. A few. Three? Mm-hmm. Four? A year? Three? Uh, a handful. A handful. Yeah. Well, like, hand- I mean, ho- Hobby Star themselves puts on three or four. See, at least three or four. Yeah. There are at least three or four um, comic conventions. There are two anime slash science fiction conventions. Um, the, the market there's a big is Star Trek convention. Saturated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At Astra. It takes like a huge science fiction demographic. I think some people need to to stop and think before they decide that they want to make an anime convention. Are the needs of the community being met? I don't think there's the numbers to justify. Think try they should go to Montreal. They should volunteer. It's a it's a good it's a good it's a good dedicated community up here, but I don't think it's big enough. I don't think there's one more. We, there's well, there's a good dedicated community, and after a convention is successful for it's a few years... a good years, dedicated you, broke you, community you, after the you, convention. Well, you get a lot of um, tourists coming. Like for Anime North, you get people coming from all over now, yeah. but they're not going to come to a startup. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to just mm-hmm. suddenly... Yeah. Come, especially based on things that have happened now. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway, that's that. Uh, so there's that. And happy? Now no, you know now the story? I know. I think or, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting story. cool having an anime convention and then like a Cure concert. Added, <laughs> like, we'll talk about it another and then, time. And then people could make AMVs using Cure songs. In your wildest dreams. And Michael Smith could judge them. Oh. All right, let's go, let's go. Uh, <laughs> take the break. Back in a second with Final Insults. Next, you're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. I was just joking around during the break that I'm 14 episodes away from finishing all 96 episodes of Maison Cuckoo. He is taping this. Yeah, I'm taping <laughs> this. No kidding, I'm taping this. You damn right I'm taking, taping this. Um, yeah, we're going to try and watch it, watch the remainder in one sitting. My conversations are being recorded and my sayings are being written on buttons. I'm scared. I like the button. We'll, find out, we'll find out if we do Anime North. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, welcome back. Just quickly, uh, let me just give you the info again. Um, roundtable at thecomicden.com. That's the email. www.thecomicden.com is our website and archive. You know, check those out. And also, uh, yeah, we're still trying to do Anime North, so www.animenorth.com. Uh, we're in the forums under live events. Okay, here we go. Final insults. Who wants to go first? Or are they going to have another round of Jankan Pol? I could. I actually you want to go one. first? I he actually, actually have to go one first. They'll, they'll decide who goes second. Go ahead. <laughs> well, this Sunday, I had, like, I've seen bad mistakes of anime on TV, but this one truly does take the I cake. Oh, and see. basically, Razor, which is owned by Chum, it's a digital service, and they decide to do a free preview. So Razor. Samurai Champloo is one of their properties now on Razor, and I decide to watch. Guess what happened? It was all in Japanese. Even the credits were in Japanese. It was a raw. It, there was nothing. There was no subtitles, no nothing. <laughs> it's funny. Downloaded so, off no, YouTube. No, the, the funny thing is, of all the s- episodes they could do it for, there's only two that you could get away with that. The baseball episode <laughs> and the marijuana episode. And of the two, they hit the marijuana episode. So I was laughing my ass off 
for their screw up. Even though I'm sure many people called their cable networks and said, "What the hell are you doing?" That'd be like having the mushroom samba cowboy bebop episode. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, that would be fine too. But I just could. It's always an obligatory almost... drug episode uh, from this from these guys, right? Yeah. But of all the screw ups you could do, that was the worst screw up ever. But of course, they had to do it on an appropriate episode. It was like, funny. Yeah. I had to laugh throughout all. Okay. Thanks. Who's next? Who decided to go? Oh, jeez. I thought you you had that already. Okay, uh, Neil. Okay, I lost, so I go next. Um, <laughs> this doesn't seem fair. <laughs> but you're already talking, you've, you've so you just got life to... You've lived a long life, you know it never is. <laughs> um, I really have nothing to rant about. I mean, I do, but I don't. Um, I don't know. I'm watching Codename Pizza Hut now, which is okay. Um... What else am I watching? Just stuff I'm watching. Uh, can't think of anything else. I've drawn total blank. Neil, you're broken. I am. Um, he needs. He hasn't fully recovered I was, well, from the migraine. I was talking to you about. I was talking to Mike about uh, the Mongo versus anime thing, and Mike preferred. Um, oh, we're talking Maison Ikuku. Yeah, okay. Maison Ikuku. Okay. Yeah, and Mike prefers the anime over the manga. I don't. I um, thought it eked out the emotion a little better. Hannah Yuri Dango. Which one? I've never, I've, I haven't seen. I haven't Live read action because it has Jun Matsumoto in <laughs> Let's it. Let's go for the animated version on that one. Then. I'm sorry, but it looks just, all bleeding on your version because yeah. okay. videotapes from like ever ago. Yes, it is. Uh, I don't. Sometimes I find that I can watch a certain series and then read the manga, and it's great, even if it's the same thing. It's core, it's great, they took because a few it's totally liberties. different. There were a few th- differences, but you but know, you subtle. really, you mm-hmm. just gave up on the Oran, Oran Host Club. I host girl, or host club, I gave up on. Um, it was okay. Um, Peach Girl, I couldn't watch the anime, though. Yeah, you didn't even let me watch it at all. I watched, like, <laughs> two episodes of Like, Peach I read Girl the whole thing like, okay. he just didn't let me, so I'm, I'm just gonna take his no, word on I it. I didn't right. let you, I just didn't... No, you didn't, you really didn't. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Oh, we're some. watching Japanorama now, and we all, uh, Courtney and I are watching yeah, J- Japanorama, Mike And we break out into peals of laughter occasionally, because he's hopeless. The, 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 the oh host. yeah, the, the, we're talking the BBC documentary I yeah. mentioned last time, okay. And I find that all of the, ooh, look at how strange and alien this, this culture is with the movies, or I've seen, like, everything but, like, four of them, um, which concerns me. Um, <laughs> and, but, uh, one of that, and, um, we also watched, uh, Perfect Fake. Which is about um, the replacement of um, sexual and relationship uh, individuals. Individual. Well, this is basically sex dolls. Thank it's you. not about sex dolls necessarily. Well, it's, it's about the image and the fake representing and, and uh, displacing the yeah. need for the yeah. real and it's, original. Yeah, it's, it's basically the image replacing the real. Um, and I think that in some cases that happens when watching anime. People get preconceptions um, or expectations from watching and or reading anime um, mm-hmm. that, they tr- that they carry on in real life. Yeah, I and I think we should talk about it later. I don't yeah, know. somewhere along the line. Yeah. Uh, one other thing, I, I, now that you brought up Japanorama and Brits in Japan, you brought. Uh, I should bring up. Uh, I should also bring up uh, Kelly Osbourne's experience. Oh, there. That, that is interesting. We have to talk about see, that I sometime. Yeah. I, will yeah, give, I'll, I'll, I have. A, I have the first episode, uh, so I'll give that to you sometime. Okay. okay. Uh, thanks, Courtney. Okay. Um, I've been watching stuff at Neil's house, <laughs> <laughs> and so something that I recently saw that I've been wanting to see for a while is Swing Girls, um, which is a Shinobu Yaguchi uh, production, I believe. And it's really exciting because I love swing dancing. And so the swing girls, you know, with them playing the instruments, I love. But what it made me think about is the difference in narrative that you find in Japanese productions, be they anime or live action. They don't feel the need to tie everything up. So you get a little bit of plot threads just hanging off because it's kind of a natural story. They start at a certain point and they end at a certain point and it's not necessarily the end or the beginning. And it just made me start thinking about the way that um, shows never really end here. You know, the ending and the beginning, they might as well be the same thing. But even in Ranma, where the ending and beginning could be the same thing, there's so much that has happened along the way, and so you really get to see something in the characters. And so it's focused on the character development, not on the plot, and I really enjoyed that. It also has schoolgirls in their uniforms splashing in a creek and covered with mud. <laughs> this is what Neil appreciated about it. When they, and when they, when they took their socks off, their socks were huge! <laughs> Just, just huge, like like those you know those water sausage things. 
<laughs> I'm going to like that. You let me just repeat. Pool noodles. Yeah, those let are me, much more appropriate sounding than water sausages. Let me, <laughs> let me just tell you that. Let me just. Let me just. They were like <laughs> slapping each other with these things. Okay, and I've great. got one last thing. This is totally unrelated. I would love anyone at all to to email Mike specs or ideas for a Friday I'm in Love AMV. It's Friday I'm in Love by The Cure, which is reminded to me by Neil, who is obsessed with the. The con for the cure, or whatever. I look well because I want to get that ring for Lisa. Ra- Roundtable at thecomicden.com. Uh, that's that's. I can say that. Uh, let me just quickly say, and let me just quickly uh, just quickly go back on what Neil said um, on on his sexuality. Fantasies. Yeah, L- uh, let me just Water quickly say. Let me just re- <laughs> let me just quickly repeat the word uh, words that Neil coined. It's fetishrific. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if anyone here knows the name Jim Samples. Um, he is the former general manager of Cartoon Network in the U.S. He shouldn't have resigned. Yeah. Well, as you know, he... Well, that, People he was, in Boston suck ass. Here you go. <laughs> he, he was forced to resign on February 9th after a promotion for of one of their shows, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, uh, went wrong when a number of LED displays promoting the show were mistaken for bombs and closed down much of Boston. They knew. We'd been out there for a week and a half. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started. We'll talk about that next <laughs> time. Let me just continue. Samples was the man who spearheaded anime's placement in the Cartoon Network lineup. I am told he was genuine in his feelings to promote quality international shows to a broader audience and introduce more edgier content and animation, which would otherwise have no real shot. Anime at the time fit the description well. It is safe to say that much of his efforts are a big part of why anime and manga is so popular today in North America. And even as a Canadian who never really got the chance to see that work directly, it is something to respect and say thank you to, since we at least got some of the trickle. Anyway, that's it for this week. Uh, let's do it again next week, folks. See you then. Good night and good luck.